amplified. I'm also, let's, let's talk a little bit about myself. Like I said, I was born in 1970. Um, grew up, started boxing when I was five. Stopped when I was um, 21. Um, now what I say, I was all the time back, like I said, talking about dedication. No, I, I was, I boxed, but I should have been more dedicated to it. I thought maybe just because I was a penny and blah, blah, blah. You know, that's not how it works. The, the better you get, the more dedication you put into the sport, the better you will be. Um, we had a bunch of great people at my gym back in the days. Um, a lot of them kids were from like um, single parent homes. Most of them wasn't even their parents. It was like grandma, like a grandma raising them or an aunt or something like that. And that's the difference between then and, and now. Like I was telling you, like then them kids grew up on the streets. They walk in off the streets. Nowadays they come in with their they come in with their mom and dad. And you know, it's like Hey, um, have they played sports before? Uh, no, and I'm like, deep down in my head, I'm like, this is gonna be a hard one because it takes a lot of dedication. And then, and now I used to do um, monthly fees right off the bat. I don't even like doing that because I don't feel bad when the, I feel bad when a parent pays for a monthly fee and the kid's there for two days. I feel bad. I said, no, so we don't do that. So now I do drop ins. I say, hey, 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 parent, let's, um, let's try to drop in. Four or five dollars. If they like it, you'll be able to tell. He'll be able, he'll be able to tell after the first day, or she'll be able to tell if they're going to like it after the first day of practice. So then we'll go again. A couple days later, come in, drop in again. And if that's something you like, then then, then we'll go over to monthly. Then you're worth it. Because I've had parents come in here, and they're like, they want this, they want the wraps, they want the hand, um, they want the gloves, they want this and that. And next you know, the kids quit in a week. Now they don't lost a hundred bucks on the fees, gloves, and the wraps. So I don't like doing that. So I, I pretty much do um, a prorate. They come in the middle of the month. I'll prorate the month just to finish off the month. And then the next month is when they go to the full 50. That way it just makes me feel better. And I'm sure there's some gyms out there that don't care. They're like, whatever. They get what they got to get. But it just makes me feel better because I know parents work hard for their money. And that's why I tell these kids all the time. I say, if you ain't going to work out hard, don't waste your don't waste your parents' money. They're out there, you know, getting up early, going to work to make money and you're going to be in here playing around and you know I don't go for that so I pretty much tell them if you're not going to work out hard don't waste your parents money when they come in here I'll let them know oh, this is not working they're not working out hard you're just wasting your money pretty much and I really don't hate people look around I don't really have the space for a kid coming in here not working out hard so other than that give me, a, give me something to talk about just throw something out there man Give me a topic or something. Well, um, it's always competitive. It's always going to be competitive. But um, we, we don't, we work with certain gyms. We don't work with all of them. Um, we've worked with all of them over the years, but it just depends because some gyms have different boxers for different different ones. So, of course, if I have a lot of older guys and they have younger guys, we're definitely we're not going to work together because we're different weights and we try to keep everything at the weight class and the ages and stuff like that. 
Um, sometimes you have boxers that are more experienced than the other boxers. So you definitely don't want to start a new kid off with an open kid with 20, 15, 20 fights because that's just pretty much a waste of sparring. Because you know, the other kid has to go real light on the other one. So it's just, it just depends, man. It It's, I wouldn't say it. Yeah, no, it is. It's competition. It's, it's competition, pretty much. So, like I said, I'm not. I'm not in this. I, I always said since day one, I'm not in this sport to make a name for myself because my last name's already out there. It's been out there for years. Um, the Davenport Boxing Club back in the days, that them clubs are best clubs that I've ever been in Iowa, and anyone can say that. And I will, like they say, DVC for life, Davenport Boxing Club for life. <clears throat> But yeah, it's just like I said. I never got into this to to be to go against other gyms. Like I said, we can we can all be together in Des Moines if we really wanted to. But there's but people want their own stuff too. See what I'm saying? I just say when you go to a spot and everyone's trying to be in charge. You know what I'm saying? There's too many. What they say? Too many. Chiefs without enough Indians. We're supposed to be Indians and then one chief. See what I'm saying? So that's what you'd get to into if you threw a bunch of coaches from different clubs into one gym. That's what that's what happened. See what I'm saying? So um, would it be great? Oh, absolutely. If Des Moines could have one boxing club with all the boxing clubs, we have seven clubs here. If we if we can have one just one big boxing club, all of us boxing coaches, we 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 could do some damage. In in Midwest wherever, because now you have all these kids that don't really train together or spar that much together. Now they're in the same gym, making each other better. Then then that's when that gym is, is the best gym, and that's that's the same thing. Like from the gym I grew up in, you had a bunch of bunch of kids that um, made each other better. Now, I'm not trying to say these kids in my gym right now don't make each other better because they do, but when you get more, more um, different skill levels and different like styles and stuff, that's definitely gonna make you better when it comes to fighting because you can sit there and spar, 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 and next you know you come in have to fight fight a southpaw. You don't have no southpaws in your gym. Now he's a southpaw plus he's awkward and all this other stuff. Now that makes your coaching a lot harder because you got to try to explain stuff to to your kid in between rounds or before the rounds, and it takes them about a round or two to to figure out what you're trying to say. And by then you might you already lost the fight. The other kid done got two rounds on you already. It's just that kind of stuff. People don't look at it like the the deep part of it. That's the deep part of it is to get um, gym full of kids, different styles, different heights, different lengths, and all that stuff. And that's what makes everything better. If you keep fighting that, you keep sparring that same kid, that same kid. Yeah, it's sparring, but once you go in with someone else, different size, different length, it's going to be harder for you. So I'm down for, like I said, my, my doors are always open to spar anybody. Like I said, my older kids, like I said, my teenagers, even my older dogs, will we'll spar MMA clubs for striking, for the boxing part of it. We'll, we'll spar whoever. We, we, we will never turn down sparring to anybody. So, and, but you don't have, you said the gym wise, you don't have a lot of gyms that do that. So, like I said, for the, for the um, MMA part of it, when, you, when you're up in the high level of UFC, 
Yeah, bo- you have boxing coach, grappling coach, wrestling coach, jiu-jitsu coach. You have all them coaches. So as a re- at MMA, why wouldn't you want some boxers to come in the gym and, and strike with your strike with your guys? Who cares? Who cares if the boxers like you know put their hands on it? That's what they're supposed to do. Now, now if you start grabbing stuff, you think that boxers are going to feel comfortable when getting grabbed and taken down? Hell no. Oh, sorry about that. Sir. Can I do it? Okay. <laughs> but. That, hell no, you know what I'm saying. That's not going to work. So that's why I'm saying um, we spar our share of, of um, MMA guys, you know, and they see they see what we got. They see what we got in our gym, and like, yeah, them them guys don't play over there. So would I like to spar more? Yeah, because they bring something different to the table as well. They might not be able to strike, but they're really aggressive. They're real aggressive. Sometimes you're going to run into someone like that that don't really know how to fight, but they're real aggressive, and you still have the same day have to know how to defend yourself to someone who's aggressive than someone that's sitting there trying to box you. It's two different things. So that was a good question. That's what I'm talking about. I like just ask questions, and I'm I'm ready to talk about them because that's, that's what I do. It's hard, it's hard for me to just sit there in this freestyle because – I used to hate speech class because I didn't know what to say. You know what I'm saying? Now, now, back in the day, we used to do rapping, beatboxing, and freestyle. That's something different. That's just out with your friends and stuff, making, you know, doing that kind of stuff. But I, I tried my best earlier. That's why I said, man, ask me a question. I, it's easier that it's easier that way for me. It's just like I said, I told you when we sat down, we go off the top of the head. Just throw a question out there. Ask me about different size gloves. Ask me about whatever different size rings stuff like that and i can go i can sit here and talk and talk and talk but when i when i got try to think about stuff i was all over the place don't lie i was talking about this guy i talking this i'm over here and i went back to that i'm i'm better off just people asking me questions than me answering them give me another question freestyle well, listen to her maybe next time <laughs> Yeah, so um, like I said, we're gonna do one. Uh, hopefully, do it once a month. Um, we just had a show, um, pre-Iowa Golden Glove show. I think it was in um, March. We had at um, Hopalot Event Center out in West Des Moines, which was a pretty good. It was a great turnout. Um, we had over three hundred people there. We had uh, 20, 22 bouts. And um, with the bout thing is, um, you can have thirty bouts one day. Next, thing you know, you have twenty-two. It's just people drop out, and you got to match them up, and you just try to do the best you can. Um, we raised a lot of money that day for the, the Iowa Golden Gloves tournament. We just had this past weekend. This past weekend in Iowa City, there was a Golden Gloves tournament. So that pre-Golden Gloves show was for to raise money for the national team, which we were able to raise over $6,000 for that one show to put to give to the Iowa National Gloves um, Golden Gloves team that goes to um, Philadelphia in um, early May. And then my next event will be June 17th at Hopalot Event um, event Center over in West Des Moines, um, June 17th. And I call my show Midwest Throwdown Connection, and this will be number nine. But, yeah, we're always trying to go to shows. Um, and that, and I go, I'm going to try to keep them coming as much as possible. Um, if I keep getting these sponsors like I do, I'm just going to keep throwing them. I'm going to try to throw them as much as possible. Because that, that's the only way these guys are going to get better. And when I do um, have shows, I try to I try to um, match up a lot of the local guys. 
because that's what that's what it's about at the end of the day it's not about my gym it's about your gym it's about the kids at the end of the day and i reach out to all the clubs and say hey i'm having a show send me a list we're going to try to fill them all up with with local kids so that way not only does it they get the experience all their friends and family get to see them because a lot of them can't travel out of town to see them they'd rather see them in person than on the on like a um, live stream yes so that that's big time um so when you get a lot of different co- a lot of different kids in there that that brings in more more revenue, you know, more overhead, whatever you want to look at it, and then it just makes the show so much better when you have a local show and you invite a lot a lot of kids. Like, of course, of course, I can have a show and it's do all my kids, but but why? That don't make sense to me. So I like to I like to help everyone. Like I said, like, like I said, if I, do I have to invite these teams? Absolutely not. Because I can throw a show, which is all my kids, and we're still going to get a bunch of people there. Because it's just a bunch of more of my kids fighting. I like to have everybody involved in local shows, and that's how it should be. Every team should be invited to a local show, and leave it up to the, leave it up to the coach if they can make it or not. Just don't, just don't not, just don't, do not invite them. Why? That make no sense to me. Other than that, yeah, the shows are great. We go to shows all the time. Um, the more shows, like I said, the more shows is better for us. And it's just like, I, I like to invite my kids at least twice a month, every other week if I can. I will do that all year long if I can. If it if it lets me with my schedule and stuff like that. But pretty much, we try to stay busy. But April, we don't have anything set for April. I think April 29th, we might be going to Nebraska. I'm not sure yet. Um, trying to get my girl matched up. If she can get matched up, then we'll go up there because she's the hard one to match up. I can match my other kids up anywhere. So I want to make it worth going all the way up there. It's like three and a half hours. And then I don't think we have anything set for May yet. I don't recall. And then our show in June. But like I said, shows pop up all the time. So we try to stay ready. We don't got to get ready. That makes sense. So we can like, hey, coach, we have a show this week. Can you come up? Yeah, if you can get me, you know, the further away, further away the show is, the more kids I would like to be on your show. I don't want to drive four hours for one kid. That's that's just a waste. To me, it is. And I don't expect another coach to do the same for me. So if a coach is coming in from a long ways, I try to get him some good matches. At least, like I had a uh, coach come in from um, St. Louis for my last show. I think I had him like seven fights, seven or eight bouts for his kids. That was worth it for him. But he got seven or eight kids fighting. That's the same with me. I'm going to travel a long ways. I want to at least have at least three or four fights, not just one. Because that's just a waste of time to me, I think. Time, money, and all, and all that stuff. Other than that, you have any more questions? I know you can think of some more. You had two good questions. Nope. 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 Like yesterday, we had these little girls, but they're, they're newer girls. Um, they got mad. One got mad because a different kid beat him to beat her to the double end bag. So I look over there and she's doing everything wrong. So I try to correct her. Hey, let's get you know, let's get going. So now I'm sitting there trying to figure out, you know, how how long she's going to be acting like that. So about a minute or two goes on, and I'm like, hey. I went over there and said, hey, you're going to start doing this right? Or are you going to go sit down and I'm going to call your parents? That was it. 
that after that she started working out hard and ended up working out hard the rest of the practice she was off track just for a second but that never no i don't it don't get to that i'll, I'll kick someone out before i butt heads with somebody pretty much it's like disrespect again like you said it's just you don't disrespect anybody i don't care what it is no they disrespect you first and you have to disrespect them then yeah of course but there's been plenty of times like i said turn the radio down somebody to pop off you see coach golden open the door Someone's about ready to pop off because that's just how I am. If they don't like it, they can leave. Pretty much. But no, you don't you don't get that. You get kids like from other gyms butting heads with each other. You know how you take care of that? You just fight them against each other. Okay, we'll fight you in the show then. See then see what's up. And a lot of the times it doesn't go well for the one he who started talking trash. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm a big even if you win, don't be acting stupid. Raise your hand. I understand if you get excited. You know what I mean? That's fine. But don't be going around acting like act like you've been there. It makes you look better. Don't sit there and run around, jump on ropes and yell a bunch of stuff. To, no, you're an amateur fighter. You ain't no pro. That's what pros be doing. And I don't even like when they do that. Act like you've been there before. I tell them. Other than that, I don't bump heads with no one really. I don't, try, I don't try to bump heads with anybody or the parents. I just keep it real with the parents. Like I told you earlier, and when they walk in, if you can't let me discipline your, your kid, then you're in the wrong gym. Because they're going to get disciplined the whole time here. And I'm trying to rub it off with some of my coaches. I have some I have coaches, but they're to an extent. I'm more of the disciplined one. They're more of the coach, coaching ones. I'm trying to get, no, no. Say what you got to say to these kids. Cause that way they're gonna respect you a little bit more. Just don't be that. It's because I just yelled at someone. Hey, keep your hands up, blah blah blah. Don't go over there and say, like, don't. They don't baby them. Just be more, like, you in charge, type of stuff. That's what I like. That's a good question. You got some good questions, man. I should have gave you about 10 minutes to write questions down. I didn't have to mumble off for a half hour. <laughs> but, no, they all they all know what I expect. You know, like I told them, I said, um, you just stick around. If you watch me say something to somebody, it's, it's for a reason. Like, sometimes I'll sit back. Um, we can meet in the middle because a lot of my coaches box before. But their style is different than a different style. See what I'm saying? So I'll sit back and, and watch when they're training somebody. And then I think they're having a hard time trying to figure something out. And I'll put my two cents in. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, because i seen it from back there. You're right here. You know, you might miss it. I'm not trying to say everything I say is right. But I watched the Hall of Fame boxing coach for many, many years. So I know what's right so I'll just say okay this is better if we do this for that kid for that for that kid you know what I'm saying um, we never bump heads we all pretty much on the same level the same know what we want for them and it's about the kids once again on discipline listening and doing what you ask them to do um, they can excel very fast if they listen and they work out hard pretty much but we we've never We've never in my gym butt heads. 
uh, we sat back and talked about different things yeah of course we do because that's how you that's how you're supposed to do it, especially when you have three or four coaches but the worst thing i tell them you can do as a parent who's not coaching is try to tell your kids something else to do something totally different than what the coach is doing telling them to do because you can tell something's something's going on i can tell every time like now this kid uh -uh, there's something going on here because he wasn't looking like that last week hey y'all y'all leave the coaching to us you know i know you want to coach then if you used to box you want to coach then come on help me out but like you said but everything's going to be the way it's supposed to be so no i never had butted heads with anyone really like i said even when i was at the other gym that coach pretty much let me do what i needed to do because he knew he knew where i was from a gym that knew what they were doing and it's you know this that's a good question. See, that's a good question, man. Act like you don't know how to ask questions. That was, that was like, was that three or four good questions you don't ask already? One more. Hey, man, you're going to make me get emotional up in here, man. <laughs> But for real, um, the kid I was telling you about who I hold the mitts for all the time, his name is Cesar Rivera. I'm not going to, I'm going to say his name because he, he's well deserved to say his name because he's been, Bella knows who he is. Um, <clears throat> let me get a drink of water, man. You don't get me emotional up in here. Well, in 2020, um, Cesar went to Nationals. Nationals was a big deal. And when he fought, he fought a kid from a real, a real good gym. I'm like, man, we have a work cut out for this one. And he went in there and did everything I asked him to do and won the national championship. So he brought the first national championship to my gym. To this day, is the only national championship to my gym at the age of 10. And the whole, the whole time I'm sitting there waiting for the decision, it seemed like, Eternity, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sitting there. The only thing I can think about is my grandfather. <laughs> I knew this was gonna happen. And it came true. He won. <clears throat> He's been with the gym ever since then. Now, <clears throat> now his dad helps. And he's came along still. He knows what I want out of a kid. The reason why I'm this emotional because my grandfather was my father pretty much growing up. When he passed away, it hurt. It still hurts this day. <clears throat> and um and I'm sure a lot of guys back home with them street kids you're talking about, he was the father to a lot of them too. And if none of them shed a tear when he when he passed, he wasn't really their father like they thought he was. So that was a big that was a big that was big to me was his or one that. Because we put a lot of work into that.
and he still works hard to this day, and he's getting better and better. He's he. I don't care what anyone says. Cesar is probably one of the best boxers in Iowa, and he's only fourteen years old. I don't care what anyone says. And um, he gets that way because he 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 works out hard. He spars the older kids. He spars the adults, and he puts hands on them. And I tell him all the time, I said, man, don't hold back. These, if these older guys, 2021, 20, can't take your power and they can't take your boxing, that's their problem, not yours. Don't go, don't go, don't fall to their level. You just keep doing what you do. Now, if I call you off, okay, slow down, back up a little bit, then that's what you do. But when you're in there, you spar. We don't, we don't play, I call it tap ass. We don't, we don't play that. We, we go. And that, that moment was, it meant a lot to me. It was it was big. It was a big time. And like I said, he, he has a future in the sport. If he, if he chooses to stick with it, and he has the right surrounding his family, his mom, his, dad, his mom and dad, he has the right surrounding to go to go a long ways. He, I can see Cesar. I go saying we're not going to chase any any Golden Glove titles. Yes, when he turns eighteen, I like them to do, him to do Golden Gloves one year. If if that's what he's still doing, he's only fourteen. He just turned fourteen, so <clears throat> if if he sticks around until then, he's definitely going to be a pro. That's for sure. He he has a pro written all over him. I don't care, and I and he'll be my number one dog in that gym for because of that because he's been a hard worker ever since. He was eight years old, and he came to my gym. He came back from at, let me let me tell you something. After after COVID hit the year he um, won the um, nationals, he was one. He was ninety five pounds. Okay, real small kid at the time. COVID hit. He came back a year about a year and a half later. He was one sixty five, and he still was a little kid. He was real small. He was real small, and he just gained all kinds of weight. So now he's fourteen. He's been back for you know since COVID. You know, um, he came back. I think he took like a year and a half off. I'm pretty sure he came back. One sixty five, I think it was, or sixty three. Now he's down to one thirty two. So now he's out of weight class where he needs to be at. Because when he first got back, he was always having to fight um, older guys because of his weight. And then now, okay, now them guys are older and they're stronger. Okay, but he never gave up. Yes, did he get his beat? Did he get, take his L's? Of course he took his L's. He was fighting them older guys. They hit harder and they were stronger. Once he started getting down to losing weight, started getting down to the weight class where he needed to be at, now now everything is changing. Now he's still fighting them older guys. Now he's beating them because he got that discipline. He got that, you know, he got that work and stuff like that. Yeah, is there, there times I think he can go harder? Of course, of course. You know what I mean? But that's just me as a coach. But he goes hard when he needs to. It should be every time. But just like I said, there's sometimes when that goes for all of them. So why why should I if I see Cesar like one time, like say he has a grueling sparring, you know, he, a lot of rounds and he's tired. Of course he's gonna be tired, you know. But it's up. It's not up to me to say, hey, go do this, go do that. It's up to him. So when you start seeing kids doing that, um. You start seeing kids more and working out hard, and they just start keep continue to grind and grind and grind. That's gonna pay off at the end compared to that kid who works out, spars, and then, and then he's done for the day. I see him. I just don't say anything. But then when something happens, I'm saying, you know, if you would have kept sparring, if you would have kept working out after you sparred, maybe you won't 
you won't be so tired or something like that. But yeah, that was a, I knew that was going to happen, but that's just, that's just all my grandfather and, and grandmother too. You know, she's missed a lot too, but he, he, he mean, he meant a lot to me. I learned a lot. I learned a lot of my discipline and stuff from my grandfather. And I learned a lot of around the house stuff from my grandmother. So that's why I do a lot of. I don't care doing housework. That's just part. Of, that's just part of marriage. I think. I think everyone, if you're married, you should be helping out at home. I don't believe in that. Oh, I bring home the money. I bring, no, I don't believe in that. No, everyone should help out. That's just my opinion. To this day, we don't have a dishwasher. I wash the dishes. I ain't gonna lie to you. That gives me something to do when I get off at work right before the gym, and I, I, that's my little free time washing dishes. I like washing dishes. I have no problem washing dishes, but. It's just because I used to wash dishes from grandma all the time. See what I'm saying? I was one of them kids who used to help her wash clothes in the back. We used to wash them by hands and hang them on, hang them on the, the lines. We did all that. I used to go over there and rake her leaves and do her grass and all that. You know, now I used to wash her cook and stuff like that. Just If kids these days would just pay more attention to what's going on at home, you know what I mean, with their parents and stuff, they can be a lot. They can be a lot better kids, but this, it's just uh, what we are now. Here to give them this, give them that. They'll be fine. You know what I mean, I don't. I don't believe in that. They gotta earn all that stuff too. But that was a good question, man. Thank you for making me cry. <laughs> but I knew that's gonna happen, and I don't care if that's being. I don't care if that's being seen by everybody. Yeah, I'm not. This is no. I have feelings too. That's one feeling I have for sure. It's my grandparents. Um, but yeah, other than that, and like I said, I, I, I gave a shout out to my wife because if it wasn't for her supporting me, that was the first person I asked. I said, I need you to support what I'm going to do because it, it's going to take a lot of my time. And she supported it from day one. Does she like boxing? No. I'm not going to lie to you. But she, she comes to my shows and work it? Yeah. Because she likes watching my kids I train fight. She has, she has the one she likes and she has the one she tells me. Oh, he needs to do this. He needs to do that. I know, <laughs> but other than that, yeah, you gotta, you gotta keep the wife happy too in this thing. Like I said, a lot of, not even in boxing in general, it's just sports. You know, a lot of a lot of great coaches have have a wife that supports them, like to the fullest. And if if you don't have a wife that's going to support you to the fullest and want to argue with you if you're going to do this and that, then you might as well just give up the you must well give up the coaching. Because that wife comes first. Yep, this is um, Coach Pena, Midwest Midwest Amateur Boxing Podcast with Coach Pena. And my buddy, one of my buddies wanted me to say, he said, you should call, you should call it the realist. Because you're the, one of the realest guys I know. Because like, you keep it real. I'm like, man, that's going to be hard for me to say that. But it is, it is what it is. But other than that, yeah, next time. But let me give a shout out to Isabella over here. She used to be one of my boxers. And I kept telling her dad she could have been a champ. She could have been a champ. She worked out hard. She had hands. She just never, she, she sparred a couple times. She just never competed. That's all. It is what it is. She made a good cheerleader. <laughs> and every time I seen her cheer, she would come over and give me a hug. And that, that means a lot to me. That means a lot to me. Amplified.